Welcome to episode 225 of the Thunder Underground Podcast. Trent and Jason here, and this week we've got a couple firsts. First thing first is we've got, this is the first time we've ever had someone do an intro with us. Is that correct? I think so. Yeah, yeah you know, I think you're right. We've got Jason Carroll here, sitting here right with us. Hola, amigos. There you go. We, we threatened it for a long time. We've talked about it forever. We finally got Jason Carroll on the show. So here we are. Another first is this is the first time that we did an interview with a special guest host. That's right. Whereas Jason was joined by Justin JP of Egotastic Fun Time to interview Night Demon, who was our guest this week. I was out of town, so Justin gladly stepped in to do this interview. So we're very thankful for that. That's right. Um, it, it worked well. It melded together. Me and Justin are related. So you knew that it would melt. Yes. Yeah. The you know DNA is is intertwined and helixed all that shit. So it made for an interesting interview. And plus, he's known Night Demon for about twenty five years. Yes, he went to school well with before him. they yeah. were existed. Grew up with him uh, in baby demons. Yeah, yeah. Were baby demons. Yeah, they weren't night demons. They were like. <laughs> The brunch demons at that point. (laughs) Exactly. It was like midday demons. Yeah, so it was was very loose, very cool. Uh, I think you guys will enjoy this. Yes. So we're going to get into that in a bit. Before we do, as always, we've got to let you know we're sponsored by MedFarm, which is a dispensary located right here in Broken Arrow, not far from where we're recording this right now. That's right. They're at 24683 East Highway 51. Get over there, check them out. They've got a huge selection. If you go in there and tell them that we sent you, just mention Thunder Underground, they'll give you 10% off your entire purchase. They're also always running deals on their Facebook, so follow them. That's Med, P-H-A-R-M. Their Instagram is MedFarmOK. Their website is MedFarmOK.com. And another great thing is 30% of their proceeds all the time go to help building no-kill animal shelters. And speaking of animal shelters, Jason just adopted a dog himself. I sure did. There you go. And you we, might hear more about this dog in the future. And we, we named her Izzy after Izzy's traveling. Of, of course. Roses, the so. unsung hero of the greatest album of all time. Exactly. I stated that. Yeah, I, I hear your groans. <laughs> Jason Carroll has a different <laughs> opinion, but let's hear it. Um, What's the greatest go. album of all time? Master of Puppets. Okay. Oh, that, shit. That's the greatest metal album of all time. I just said the greatest album of all time. Oh, I took damn. it to the next level. The, there <laughs> there might be some fisticuffs before this episode's over. Fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check out MedFarm. They've got an amazing selection. They're amazing people. And we're super happy to have them on board. We are also sponsored by DEB Concerts. DEB Concerts keeps bringing amazing shows to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to the Ideal Ballroom, including coming up, they recently announced, you know, even before this last podcast we did, which was pre-recorded, so we didn't get to talk about it, but recently at the Lynch Mob show, they announced that LA Guns is coming back. They're coming on September 13th to the Ideal Ballroom, and Grind is opening that up. And then we've also got Last in Line was recently announced. October 19th, and they are going to be opened up by Fist of Rage. Fuck yes. 
That's like a fuck. You know, look at that grinding fist of rage. It's, it's the like power. A fuck. It's, it's the power it's couple. Like of, the power couple of Tulsa. I know. I'm telling you, Paulette yeah. and CJ. Yeah, yeah. Are opening both these shows up. Yeah, they're 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 like the J Lo and uh, A Rod. J Lo and no, they're like the oh. Jay Z and Beyonce of yes, fucking rock music too, in Tulsa. That too. They're like the Benefer. Moist. Benefer, yeah. What's the name that we could like? Call it CJ. You can't mix that. Yeah, you can't. That'd be weird. That's like there's no way to mix their names. Yeah, their last names are Haas and McKellen. Yeah, What's the CJ stand for? We got to find that out. Chris God, Jericho. We, we thought we knew them well. It's Chris no. Jericho, isn't it? Well, that that would be okay. That'd yeah, be I think cool. so. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Do not miss either one of those shows unless you're maybe like it'd me. be the, maybe <laughs> in that case it would be like Chris Lett, you know? <laughs> right. They're gonna hate us after this. Yeah, don't miss those shows unless you're like me. I, I really want to see that last in line show more than anything, but I've already paid three hundred bucks to go see another concert. Hey, I will be there. In Dallas. Yeah. yeah Houston. I will be there. Oh, oh Houston, sorry. Houston, yeah. Yeah, you can't I mean, it sucks to miss Last in Line. Thankfully, you've seen them because they were in yes. Oklahoma in 2017, right? Or was it last year? Yeah. 18 or 17? Farther back, yeah. Vivian Campbell, people, you got to go see it. Yeah. You've got a member of not only Def Leppard, but a member of Dio right there in Dio's heyday. And you've got Andrew Freeman, which is one of rock music's yes. currently greatest singers, in my opinion. That guy could Definitely. sing the Bible and make it sound believable. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's always got to throw something in, just like yeah. Well, every goddamn time, I don't give a fuck. Hashtag truth. Andrew Freeman, preacher, choir director. Yeah, is he? Welcome to the podcast, Jason Carroll. <laughs> but yeah, to, to to bring it all back around, DB concerts. Thank you for sponsoring us. We love you. And then now stepping forward, you know, we might as well just jump into that. Andrew Freeman was recently on the road singing for Lynch Mob, and you got to catch the show, which I was out of town for. You weren't able to make it. Mm-hmm. But Jason Carroll here. Standing. Yeah, front row with that. Loved it. Yeah. He, he's amazing. You must see this guy sing. So, I mean, just singing the Lynch Mob songs, it's like total. Oh, it was flawless, people. Yeah. Everyone there can attest to that. It was an outstanding show. We loved it. Uh, everyone around there was having a great time. It was uh, outstanding. And uh, I, If it came to seeing Lynch Mob again, I would honestly say I would love to see him 100% with Andrew Freeman at the front again. <laughs> you know, you've got to go see him. The first time we all met was Lynch Mob with Oni Logan. Yes. At yes. that whack-ass fucking motorcycle <laughs> show. I don't give a fuck. Whack-ass. No, it was, a, it was the car show was the at car the show? expo. There, okay. If if we were lucky, there were a hundred people in the building. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, I mean, mean I, no, but I they show. still fucking rule though. Yeah, George sure. Lynch was insane. Oh, yeah, they still put it on. And, yeah, yeah. Oni was at the front then, and then uh, that's actually the first time I also met uh, 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 Melissa there too. Um, not your Melissa, another one. But, <laughs> but anyway, it was a great time. I, I met quite a few people from the Rockahoma group, you know, Rock yeah. Freakahoma. So it was. It was, it was a good time. So I met these two awesome guys, turned on to this great product, you know, podcast right here. So Yeah, because we, we had been talking, like you'd comment on stuff, and we were oh, talking for quite a while, and then yeah. you mentioned, I don't know, one of us mentioned we're going, so yeah. then we just and said, hey, yeah, yeah. we met up, and we hung out after the show, and then yeah. the rest is history. The yeah. rest is history. Now yeah. we're lovers in the rain. Wow. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like night flight over here. 
had to throw that in because he doesn't yeah. like nine flight officers. Heads have touched. What can you say? <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, I just saw a story yesterday. I just saw a story yesterday or today, I don't remember, that George Lynch said that he believes Oni Logan is going to come back to record the next album. Mm. Well, uh, uh, on on Eddie Trunk. A, oh, that's probably what it was. A on couple then. weeks ago, he was like, "Yeah, you know, there's four singers in Lynch Mob, and I just I I've, I I rotate between who's available, and right. Oni Logan was one of them. So who knows? Who fucking knows? I mean, it would make sense if he's a, if you're going to record yeah. an album, it should be him. But do you, but, do you blame Oni Logan? He's probably getting paid more doing that fucking Dio thing. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. whatever. I don't fucking blame yeah. him. Yeah. And I mean, George Lynch does like 40,000 things, so yes. Oni Logan might as well as, as himself. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I will pimp Andrew Freeman all day long. The guy's outstanding. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That album, the last in line album that came out earlier this year, is up there. Yes. That'll definitely be on our year-end list, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, I For sure. I'll be <laughs> texting you guys all about it. Yeah. And speaking of another former Lynch Mob singer, Robert Mason, that oh, yeah. George Lynch, the, the End Machine album, that thing's freaking amazing. That thing's right? awesome. That's too, another yeah. one up there this year. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so talking about shows, you saw The Steel Woods. Yes. Um, Kane's Ballroom. Yeah, saw the Steel Woods, uh, and you know they they played Rocklahoma. They played the Sunday at Rocklahoma with all the kind of the earthy, organic, southern country, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it was you weird. Know. All that was on that side stage yeah, that day. Tyler yeah. Bryant and Dirty Honey and Blackstone Cherry and Blackberry Smoke. The Steel Woods, and we didn't get to see you know because by the time Sunday rolled around. My fat ass didn't want to walk anymore. So, you know what? I'll miss the Steel Woods. I don't give a shit. I'm done walking. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. So they came to Kane's Ballroom and it was, we went to see that and it was great. Talk about just some good. I mean, it's, it, it was just a perfect, uh, cross section of outlaw country and southern rock. Um, you know, you've got your, you know, you, you've, you've got your tight bass and drum. Uh, then you've got your Telecasters, you know, just just pounding the floor, uh, syncopated outlaw country. It was great stuff, and it was executed perfectly. Um, you know. Uh, so, like, live, does it have, like, just that outlaw country feel? Does it yes, have more it, of, like, a rock does. feel along with it? it like? Well, see, to me, to me, that outlaw country has a rock feel. Well, that's true, yeah. So, it was just there, and it was just the swagger and the, you know, it was just synced up. You know, it was kind of like, um, you know, you, you got to think uh, the beginning of the Johnny Cash movie, you know, where you see the, the, the glass of water shaking and just boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. That, that's how this whole thing was. It was just, you know, tighter than a mouse's ass. <laughs> um, and, and it was just, it was on point. Uh, I loved it. And so there you go. Yeah. You know, we, uh, Melissa loved it. You know, there's a great crowd there. Uh, probably more people than I thought would be there. That's one of the things I wanted to ask you. Cause it's like, it's not like they're like a household name. So I wondered like how, right. it, it, how the it, crowd would it be. It was kind of like, well, you know, 
Um, Night Demon was a little bit, you know, they, they had some tables brought in. Oh, yeah. But for Steel Woods, there's those um, bleachers brought in, kind of like when The Sword played. Okay. And we interviewed Kyle from The Sword. Right. It was kind of brought in like that, but it so it made it a little bit more intimate. Right. And, you know, we, we, we got a seat on those bleachers and we're seeing, you know, we could see above everybody. So it was just, it was great. And, you know, there's probably a good, you know, three, four hundred people there. That's good. And, you know, we, you know, it worked, you know, people were buying merch. We bought the vinyl, you know, whatever. It, 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 it worked out. So, and, you know, you, you know, to a point of the crowd when we had to park in that field next to the bridge. Yeah. You know, so there, there was a decent amount of people there. So I think they're known just, you know, kind of a, a cult thing or maybe they're, maybe they're getting some kind of country radio play. I don't know, but people knew them. There's people there that were sure as fuck were not at Rocklahoma. So, <laughs> right. you know, you know, it's like these people that are here are dipping skull. Um, you know, they're going to, Beat their wife and probably get a DUI on the way home. So, <laughs> well, well that's when either Walker Jr. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> they would have been to Rocklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like we know about them because of like Rocklahoma and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like if there was that kind of crowd there, then obviously there's something going on outside of the realm that we pay attention to. Yeah. Which I know you pay attention to country a little more than I do. And but see, still, that's the kind of thing that yeah. I thought was. So I, and I, and I haven't heard that kind of thing. And you know, I make a joke, and I, you know, I don't mean it. Whatever, it's just having fun. But there was a great crowd there, and they've got something going on uh, that is, you know, around us or what we know. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Cool. Well, changing notes a little bit. Earlier today, we're like messaging each other about. You were like, hey, did you see Lamb of God on fucking Hellfest? Yes, like, yeah. Testament right. yeah, yeah. and all that. You're sending all yeah. these videos. So, like, all this shit, just, like, it's cool that, like, it's always been cool that you could look up YouTube and just be like, you know, say Testament, Festival HD, and you get, like, a million performances from these European festivals. But now they're, like, coming out, like, fucking out within a few hours of when it mm-hmm. happened, right? Yeah, like, so like, this was, like, yeah. last night, when the day before we are recording this, that this shit happened, right? Yeah, they had Hellfest, and, you know, um, the Lamb of God one was streamed live. And so, literally, hours later, it was already up on YouTube. Uh, so, and it's Pro Shot, Testament, the same thing, uh, Dropkick Murphys, that's all on there. And there's there's so much stuff. And that's one thing about the summer and the European festivals. We, we can't be there, but, you know, wait a day or two after they happen, and they'll be on YouTube. And it okay. won't be from... Some dumbass's phone. It'll be like pro shot stuff that yeah. they show in Europe, right? Because you know they have a better understanding and appreciation for rock and metal than you know the dumbasses that live here in America. You can see it in high definition. Yes, high wall yeah. of death and the bones exactly. breaking and the noses bleeding. Yeah. I, I watched. I watched the hour long testament set this morning, like before eight a.m. My coffee. It was fucking. It was glorious. Testament from 7, 8 a.m.? Yes. That's perfect. Yes, sir. Question, did they play anything new? Because aren't they working on... They're supposed to have a new album soon. Um, yeah, I don't um, think they play like anything super new. That I mean, like that. unreleased? Okay. Did oh, you watch no, it? No, yes, I did. It wasn't new. It was off the last album. Yeah, they played... Yeah, but I don't think they played anything that was like unreleased or whatever. 
Yeah, their last couple albums are great. I'm looking forward Fuck to yeah, that. They are. Yeah. So Lamb of God, he uh, he said he called the <laughs> or pulled out a Ric Flair. Oh, he yeah, did. He, he did. The, he always does that. Gotta yeah. get a Ric Flair. Woo! Did the Ric yeah. Flair and then stop looking at me, you fucking weirdos, and yeah. want them to start start yeah. moshing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put your phones down. Fucking yeah. get into it. So you, you always had to love that. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Definitely. So it was those those the three you watched. Those two in Dropkick. No, I saw that the Dropkick Murphys is on there. Pro shot. I haven't watched that yet. Okay. So I'll probably watch that tonight or tomorrow or something. There's some other harder stuff. And yeah, like he, yeah, like Jason said, there's some more stuff. You just got to dig for it. Yeah, I don't even remember who was on Hellfest. Like I looked at all that, but yeah. But yeah, YouTube is your friend, people. Go check it out. Yeah. Do we want to play some Severmind or? Oh, yeah. I guess just randomly jumping around. Yeah. I like, mean, Severmind opened that'll for... That would be good in the middle. Yeah, they opened for Lynch Mob. You saw them, or did you not? Did you catch that, or did you get there? the first couple, or last couple songs, yeah. Okay. So, and, and that was, for me, the first time to see him with the new setup, so... Yeah. And see, oh, they, really? have, new, they okay. have a new bass player, so we probably need to get him back on the show yep. and That's just right. grill him about all this stuff. But no, I mean... <laughs> You know, we told Derek, you know, you're on episode 300. We can't have him on before that, right? Hey, I think we can do whatever the fuck we That's want right. to do. We had him on episode 100 and episode 200. <laughs> they're also on, like, episode 12, but, yeah, you know, yeah, still. Yeah. I guess we could pull a random one as long as they're on episode 300, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Severmind recently opened up for Lynch Mob. They've got, you know, Thad's the singer that's been there for a little bit now. They've got a new bass player. But let's play some music. This is Headcase by Severmind.
There you go. Head case by Severmind. <laughs> that was Jason Wood, not Jason Carroll. And that's his approval belch. That's right. That's <laughs> that's how you know I love this song, because I do. Yeah. I mean, great stuff. Looking forward to what these guys do. You know, they talked about doing a new album, so looking forward to seeing what's coming. So go check out Severmind if you have not. Look him up online. Follow him on Facebook, Reverb Nation, all that great stuff. They're one of our favorite bands from the Tulsa era. They're one of the first bands that we had on this podcast. Kind of one of the, well, they're actually the, you know, they were at that show that we talked about whenever we first started doing the, That's before right. we even started the podcast, when we started the Instagram and the Instagram page and everything, you know, Jason just Googled Tulsa Metal and it came up with a show and that, that show said, came up and what, who was it? The four bands? It was Driver, Blackwater Rebellion, Severmind and Shiner. That's right. Which interesting note, Shiner as the singer Brandon, which is now in Driver. The driver yeah. yeah. So Yep. There you uh, go. Humble Beginnings. Yeah. Right. yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Check out Severmind. I'm looking at my notes, sorry. I think right now is when you need to talk about uh the Dusty Grant and Sprout Tour. That's right. Yeah, I recently went on the booze bars and guitars. It was, two. Whole, it was whole week, two ten days, something ten like days, that. Ten days, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, last the first tour last year was like seven nights, and this one was ten nights, yeah. and very cool. You know, I went on it again, driving, helping out, selling merch, that kind of shit for these guys. It was cool, and, you know, this time we went up into Colorado for a good chunk of it, and, you know, went to Fort Collins, Denver, Colorado Springs, Walsenburg, and went down into Texas, went to Midland. Came to Tulsa, Norman, Wichita. Spent all that time in Colorado, and it was cool. And even had a day off there, so we got to go check out the... We just did a drive through the mountains and stuff, and, you know, had a good time. But, I mean, it was, you know, it was cool, because these, these guys are both musicians that I think people should check out. You know, it's... You know, we talk about hard rock and metal on here, and both these guys are from that background. You know, everybody knows Sprout from Screamer Red Mutiny and King Shifter. You know, Dusty was the front man, you know, for a metal band for a long time, Empire Falls. And both of them now just do acoustic rock. And, you know, they both have EPs out this year, which are great. So look them both up. Sprout the Anti-Hero, Dusty Grant. And, I mean, we saw a lot of, you know, a lot of great bands as well opening up, like Felina Rivera. Is a woman from Norman, Oklahoma that did three shows with him. She did Norman, Tulsa, and Wichita. And she's a great acoustic artist. She also has a band. She played with him last year when I, you know, when I was on that tour in Norman. And, uh, a guy named Josh Walker from Denver, which is a really good acoustic artist as well. But yeah, I mean, I had a great time. Just like I figured I would. Out on the road with, you know, it was just the three of us and, you know, two guys that are great dudes and I became friends with. And so it wasn't, you know, it was just like going on the road and having a great time. So they make you carry all the stuff? No, just a little bit of it. Okay, well, that's not too bad. Well, if it yeah. wasn't for the legalized <laughs> marijuana here in Oklahoma, I don't think you'd ever get sprout out of Colorado. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, Sprout recently moved to Colorado and I think he's enjoying it. From what I, heard. I will say this, he lives in Parker, Colorado, which is a suburb of Denver. It's a little bit like 20 minutes south of Denver. Mm-hmm. 
and he told me that he is part of the point it's point two percent black population of Parker, Colorado. Like he looked it up. Like there's literally point two well, then he's a celebrity. Yeah. There's 0.2% black people in this town. <laughs> and there's like 1% Mexican and like 98.5% white and whatever. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. But Yeah. So Colorado was cool. I went in my first dispensary where it was like, you know, here you go in places, you still got to have a medical card. Yeah. There you go. And you've, it's just weird because you walk in there, even though you're, even if you're not buying anything, you're looking around, you feel nervous. You, know? you have mushrooms yet? No, I don't think that's like people were talking about, it, but I didn't see that anywhere. I just touched it. So, what was different about this year, or what what did you take away from it this year that you that maybe didn't dawn on you last year? Well, I noticed. I mean, last year that, that last year was the first tour that both of them did as solo artists. Gotcha. So, you know, they both played a ton of shows, and this is their second tour together. And, I mean, you could tell a difference as far as, you know, there's a couple of, you know, there's a few of the shows that were good crowds. I mean, maybe some of it was built-in crowds. I don't know. But, like, there was just a better response, I think, this time Mm -hmm. because it's been a full year with them pushing their solo stuff and everything. And, I mean, you just really got that that feeling like you know we were like in Colorado Springs we you know we hung out with uh Kitra Scott who's a DJ for Rock Rage Radio you know and she plays okay. both their music and you know we played in that they played in that town in Colorado Springs with this the Tejon Street Corner Preachers in Colorado Springs which by the way these guys are fucking amazing I'm talking like borderline next level fucking Favorite band of all time, amazing. Just like I'm, you know, it's just one of those bands you see. You know, they're playing fucking like bluegrass and fucking. Well, yeah, you, know, you already put and shit. And, you, you already put them on your uh, Thunder Underground two list. That's right. Which you know we can't do because we're not Metallica. Sorry, everybody. But oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm like these guys are like they're playing like rockabilly and like fuck. There's a dude with a washboard, which I know you always make fun of, but it's just like mm-hmm. you know they're just like fucking like throwing down, and then like the dude's like screaming at people to start a fucking circle pit in the middle of like this fucking rockabilly like you know bluegrass thing, and like it's it's amazing. But anyway, it was just you know stuff like that, like. Just talking to Kitcher from Rock Rage Radio and seeing that, like, these guys are kind of making an impact out there. And, you know, everywhere you go, someone knows Sprout because of King Shifter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's it's cool. You know, yeah. I was glad to be along. Well, we're going to start a band and I'm going to play the washboard. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, That's okay an that. instrument I can play. You do the washboard, I'll do the fucking hand symbols like the monkey. You yeah. Know, like the old monkey that would scare people, like sit on the shelf and swing the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think that brings us to Night Demon, right? Yeah, the Dude. monkey symbols brings us straight to Night Demon. <laughs> That's not a knock on Dusty because I have a man crush on Dusty. I said it Jesus. out loud. Oh, oh, Dusty Squires. So, so here you go. I wasn't at the show. I was in fucking Delaware. Of all places. Oh my God. Hi, I'm in Delaware. Oh, God. Yeah, well, that's your goddamn problem. <laughs> um, night Demon, uh, you know, uh, it was a great night. Horton Records put it on. Uh, 
Huge rent. shout out to Horton Records. Yes, definitely. For all the stuff they brought to the Guthrie Green and now to Kane's. Yes, Rainbows Are Free, Blind Oath, Crypt Trip, The Well, Night Demon. I, 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 you know, we were, we were doing this interview with Night Demon in their hotel room. So all we got to see was The Well and then Night Demon. But I know that Crypt Trip is awesome. We looked them up. Mm-hmm. Um, we love Blind Oath. We know that. And, and they were in Tulsa Bania. Yes, and they were they were on um, the KTUL Channel Eight morning show, That's which right. was amazing. Yeah, uh, I watched it. I know you watched. Uh, it, I watched it too, and I love the fact that there's probably the heaviest thing those ladies have it ever seen. Totally was yeah. <laughs> when it's sitting there windmilling on the stage. It was it was great. It was it so was. good, and and you know what. Fuck yeah, because that kind of shit needs to be featured, just like everything else. Right, yeah. Um, it, it's real, it's organic, it's no bullshit. Um, so, that was awesome. Um, and, but you, you know, saw a Crip Trip, right? Crip Trip, yes. It yeah. was just like you were time warped out of Woodstock or something. These guys were outstanding. Very good, very, very good man. That It feels like you know something from the past. And um, not only was it you know, a outstanding rock sound from the late '60s, '70s. They uh, segued into uh, uh, you know a country, almost you know old country type of sound wow. that a lot of people would have enjoyed. So yeah, check out Crypt Trip. Okay, and then uh, we saw the Well, and you know, you know Stoner Doom. Th- this this checks all those boxes, uh, and then you know. They've got a female vocalist slash bass player, and that kind of that kind of throws a different feel into that kind of genre. So that's cool. Yeah, because that's not that common in the yeah. You don't genre. see that yeah. in that kind of thing. Um, and then um, you know, Night Demon. Uh, you know, you guys will hear the interview in a minute. Uh, but the show uh, was phenomenal, wouldn't you say so, Jason? Yeah, for me, the first time out of. I don't know, at least four times these guys have been here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm glad I didn't miss it. I, I had to see these guys this time, so and, and I was not disappointed. And I, I feel very sorry for any of you humans out there that missed this amazing show. Right. Because these guys are the uh, definition of traditional heavy metal. Yeah, they are outstanding. Um, this was, the three times I've seen them, this is the best. Like, by far. Yeah. The Vanguard last year was great. Don't get me wrong. But this was just in your face. And, you know, the the crowd is getting into it. And everybody's up the front. And they're getting in everyone's faces. They're into it. They know that they're at Cane's. And there's a lot going on. And they're, they're, they're leaving no stone unturned. I mean, it was just, it was an amazing show. And, Trent, I'm sorry you missed it. Oh, yeah, I am, uh, too. You know, I'm sorry uh, as fuck. I don't know what the fuck you were doing in Delaware, but... I was making money. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fuck. wasn't just jerking off in Delaware. Well, that's <laughs> making money and jerking off. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, yeah, but Night I Demon, was... Doing... You know, they always delivered. Um, you know, and I just love that, you know, it was just a, a, a clean stage, no frills, and it was just three dudes, and they were making such a big noise. Oh, yeah. And it was so intricate and so spot on. Um, man, it was just, uh, you know, I, I thought about it all day the next day. <laughs> it, it was just one of those that sticks with you. Well, think, yeah. think back through all the bands are just three people. Exactly. That make music. 
that just blows you away. You know, there's and they're all good. Yeah, you know, it's what they can do with You're just putting three. Demon in the Rush oh, category, oh, oh. the ZZ Top category. It's it's yeah, right definitely. up there. Man. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and I don't say that as a you know, I I seriously do that. So yeah, yeah. It, it it is a performance of amazing talent and um, heavy metal. So you have to see them if they come around people. That's right. Yes, I mean this is the f- this is the fourth time they've been on the podcast, correct? Yeah, because we had them on at Sound Let's Pony. See. We had them yeah. on Open for Anvil, didn't we? Or did we just? Hang no, out? that was the Sound Pony. Was just the no. This is the third time. The Sound Pony was just a couple days before the Anvil one. Oh, and then at Anvil we just hung out. And Va- An- Anvil we just hung out with them. And then we interviewed Lips whenever he was a yes. crotchety old bastard. Yeah, crotchety old. I hate everything and everybody sucks. <laughs> Joey Bell, no, Charlie Benante sucks. Yeah, Charlie Bell, yeah, Joey Belladonna, he's the secret weapon. Charlie Benante sucks. <laughs> Lips go to hell. Right? And I can say that because we'll never ever talk to that guy. Because I again. fucking love Charlie, dude. Yeah, Benante. Charlie Benante's the fucking shit. So Even if whatever. he's fighting with his wife at his son's at his son's baseball Jesus game. I still love Christ. him. Christ. Yeah. Well that just that just seals the deal that we'll never have Charlie Benante on this show. Thanks. We sir. will. No, Frank Bellow, I think, is the only person from Anthrax that will end up on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I hope. That I would just be had great. that feeling, you know? I don't know. But, but um, you know. And, and, and then last and, year at the Vanguard. Yes, last saying. year at the Vanguard. And the, I, I, this was a, a fun conversation with the guys. Me and JP had a blast, and we hung out with them, and. You know, we drank some beers and talked about Uli John Roth and talked about Dick Dale and talked about new music and, you know, uh, so talked about Michael Shanker. So, <laughs> I mean, I think that... Uh, How did you feel when they were talking about Michael Shanker? No, the stories were so good. It was great. I'm not a big Michael Shanker fan. That's fine. I fucking love but Michael But I know Shanker. that he's I know. great. He's, a so gr- he's like an amazing player. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that we talk about is how he doesn't like to listen to other stuff, which I kind of like. So, you know, you're trying to get, you're trying to paint me in a corner. You're trying to get me to talk some shit. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so, fuck you, Trent. Right. And so, the thing is, is like, uh, you talk to these guys and you see them live and you see how good they are and you see what's going on. And it, it and it just sucks that you know. Come on, America! You know it's like we say with a, a few other bands. Get with the fucking program. Yeah, these guys are from your own country, and you're not. I mean, you got to get on. You got to get on board here. California born, born in California bred. There you go. Lots of young bucks at this show. Which is great. Was yes. Trevor was there. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Of course, of course, course. Trevor was there. CJ yeah. and Paulette were there. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else you guys saw? You want to shout out? No. I'm putting you on the Murdoch spot. Murdoch was there. Steve oh, Murdoch was there. Yeah. Okay, good. So, God, probably probably more now we Steve forgot. Murdoch, what has he ever done for this community? Holy shit. Well, we're in trouble now. No, I can say that because... Yeah, because you're being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we've got Jarvis, Armand, and Dusty. From Night Demon with Jason featuring JP from Egotastic Fun Time.
studio. Check this out. Fucking yeah. Yeah. You just watch that. Fucking swing hammers and shit. Yeah, but you know, it. you know what? Shit like the hotel party would be shit people would want to fucking see. Live stream it's fucking, hotel it's party. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm trying to scam on that shit. Yeah. And then you put a black cloth up over when you're doing lines of blood. Back, you know? yeah. oh, I guess I couldn't see that part. Yeah. <laughs> they seem a little stuffy. We chopped it all out in the shape of Oklahoma. We had to, like, black it out. <laughs> all right, yeah, roll tape. See, this all shit that I need yeah. to do. It's already oh, going. Oh, it's yeah, it's already going. We do it. Are, do, can you edit? <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't if I was you guys. Beep that out. Yeah, no, sorry. I rolled in late, man. I was like... Fucking, I had to, I had to put the fucking, it's, dude, you know you're getting old, you're like the old dude in the band when like, you, you can open up a box of Just For Men and you don't need to read the instructions. You're like, you're like, you're like oh, two, problem, applicator, problem, it's like, snap, like, glow, like, go, yeah. You know, you know how many minutes you gotta wait and all that stuff. But dude, Not like, that I know anything about that. <laughs> Last week we were in Germany and we played this fucking guy's wedding, okay? Like, this, this dude hit up our agent and he was like, our agent hit us up and said, I know we're probably going to say no to this, but anyway, this fucking guy wants you to play his wedding. It's like 200 metal fans and he says he'll do whatever needs to be done, like whatever PA, you know? And I was like, eh, that doesn't sound, that sounds weird. So we kind of said, all right, like here's our price, right? Like, you know, for this much, you know? And he like the guy went for it, you know. Oh, so, yeah. And it was like no special request songs or anything. I mean, like he flew us out there. We were like four star hotel. No, it was legit, man. Yeah. Like, killers backline, like venue. Well, also two hundred people. That's a good gig. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> right. But anyway, yeah. so so that day, <laughs> dude, we're we're like sound checking, and then uh, go back to the hotel to sleep because we just like flew to Germany like for a day to do that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so before the gig, I come back. And, um, at night and like, I had, um, I kind of like, like trimmed up my sideburns a little bit, you know, like, like, and took a shower with, when I was at the hotel. So I come on, come back for the gig and the groom's like, like all, all total German honesty, like, Oh, Jarvis, you aged 10 years since this morning, you know? Like, <laughs> so, like, cause I had a bunch of fucking grays coming out yeah, there, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I was like, fuck, should have brought the Just for Man. So I brought Just for Man for Tulsa for sure, dude. <laughs> Just I brought for Jarvis. it. I brought it. But I went to Rite Aid to buy this shit, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna get like fucking just. I bought all they had. I had they had like four left in that color. I was like, fuck it, dude. I'm old. I'm gonna need these forever. Like I'm just gonna get them all right. Like I'm not gonna have a Germany happen again, right? I, and then I fucking uh, we left at like fucking two a.m. the other day, so to come to the airport. So my pack job was all shitty on my clothes. And I oh, fucking man. brought four boxes of just for men in my fucking bag. Like I, I threw them all in. I didn't have a chance to pack to pack. But, so if you guys want to get down yeah, tonight, just yeah, yeah, just get crazy. Hey, don't they endorse like sports guys and stuff? Like, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, endorsement. They endorse all men. <laughs> you know? Dude, just for men. That should be a color. The night demon. It's like their their blackest black. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, night. Yeah, just for men. Night demon edition. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Darkness yeah. doesn't remain. Yeah. Yeah. Darkness remains. No darkness. Yeah. Endorsement. Stay out of the Yeah. So it's, yeah. Like yesterday, we, we, yeah, we flew in. I don't know what time we got here in the morning. Like, no, we got here in the afternoon. But we left LA at like 2 in the morning. Yeah, and our flight was at 5. 5 a.m. Layover in Denver. Yeah. And then from there to here, we got here at like 1 30 p.m. Yes. Didn't sleep. Started partying. Yeah, Mitch nice. is like, I'm going to Miss T's. You know, <laughs> yeah, we oh, went to Miss T's. Why, why is that familiar to me? It's Where like a roadside bar that's like white and beat it up as fuck. And 
It's got like pool, this, three pool tables, a small ass stage. The lady that owns it is like the her husband is some famous Mr. Like, T. Tulsa guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean some Tulsa like. Like, oh, probably tea gardeners. Tulsa sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tea yeah, garden. That's it. Serious, yeah, that's it. I work with a tea garden. They're fucking all over the place. Right, yeah. yeah, but it's yeah. Some, you know, you smoke inside. Oh, <laughs> we got some of those. There's a one old boy in the corner with the beard and the hat. He looks yeah. like he just came off the field. You know? Knows everybody and yeah. fucking yeah. There was one one guy there that we come in and started a party and there was like ten of us in there and bar was full and was talking shit. You know? <laughs> well, speaking of rock and roll, speaking of partying, and I hope the listeners. Are ready to have metal up their eardrums, right? Because uh, Night Demon is here, you guys. What are you guys expecting to happen at this Kane's Ballroom? You guys are playing the legendary Kane's Ballroom. Finally, finally. Well, you guys um, know how it, how it started with us. We went from the ground floor yeah. to the middle floor. And now we're on the top floor. <laughs> yeah, which is actually just three doors down. <laughs> three doors where you started. Yeah, and every so, fucking yeah. place is right down here. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Vanguard, right? Vanguard, is that what it's called? Vanguard. Vanguard. Right? I love Vanguard. Uh, that was cool. The first place we played though was that uh, that uh, downtown lounge, which downtown is down the street. Mm-hmm. Right? Was it on it's the a, street? Yeah, it's a brewery now. Right? It's totally not there. Yeah. It's all the same, it's all the same and then you guys played Sound Pony. A couple times, three yeah, times yeah, at least, yeah. three or four times, I think three mm-hmm. times. Because we did back to back one weekend. The guy was like, "Man, the guy who went downtown lounge was like, if you ever play anywhere else or you play that Sound Pony place, you're never playing here again." We're like, "Cool, we're gonna do it two nights in a row then." <laughs> you know? And now you're playing Kane's Ball. Yeah, which is which is cool because uh, you know we were gonna do the Guthrie Green. Uh, yeah. That's a cool thing. place. Yeah, but with the. The temperature being the way it is, man. Who wants to play yeah, outside in that, that shit? Yeah, yeah the, the promoter, uh, Brian, Brian Horton from Horton Records, he's the one putting yeah. this on. And uh, it's like this Americana label out here. But, yeah. like, he loves metal. Like, he knows yeah. everything about yeah. it. It's crazy. Yeah. He had, that guy has every Americana person out here. And But he did, a, he did a metal thing last summer around yeah. the same time. Yeah. Right. But I guess it got double booked or something. So. Yeah, so, yeah, but it's but funny. Kane's, it's Kane's funny because, awesome. oh, yeah, when he told us he was bummed and... And I was like, I was like, dude, this is awesome. Don't, we didn't want to be outside, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, yeah. You're you're in the middle of America now. Yeah. There's no reason to be outside this time of year. Do you think if a tornado hit down like right here, like Cat Five, like in the eye of the tornado came over one of these buildings, like the tall buildings downtown, like right through it, right? Where like the biggest part at the top was the top of that building, and it just went. Whoo! Like, do you think like <laughs> do you think that shit would fly away? Because it's weird. It's weird, dude. If you have Cat 5, yeah, this whole place is wild. Here's the thing. It's like... Figure of God. Yeah, you grab your guitars and shit right before it happens and you be in the air. We get tornadoes. (laughs) We get tornadoes all the time. But it's always outlying shit. There's never been a tornado down here, right? In like but see what? But see, but that makes no sense because like it, they're yeah. random, right? So yeah. you've yeah. just been lucky this long. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me that there's a tree that close. like like the early Indian settlers. There was like five different tribes here, and somebody told me that one of them planted a tree like down here that's like still here, and supposedly they put a curse or the. Some kind of good magic on it or something that like that that it protects like this part and that's downtown, right? Yeah. But I think you guys have just been real lucky. Bro, Mr. Fujita ain't got yeah. shit on it. Or they knew their science and maybe they now it's a ghost story, but like it maybe they were like really like, No, dude, like we've done the the math. Like it's it is like really I said there's not, something crazy going on because every time there is tornadoes right here, right? They just 
Yeah. They're barely up right See, above downtown and right below downtown. That's fucked. They go right around. It's yeah, you guys are a big fucking big the satellite, the government satellite. Nah, yeah. leave the no. Nah, we can't afford that. We can't afford that right now. There's a suburb of Oklahoma City called Moore, Oklahoma, and they get more tornadoes than anybody. It it's like every few years they get fucking hammered and not like oh wow that sucks like death and destruction fucking hammered and uh, it's like it's uh, there's something system. about that yeah. little town that like I, every fucking time you know I don't know why but because yeah, they want more and more and more, more I guess more. so oh, oh, greedy oh, bastards oh, oh. Uh, that was that was a pun wasn't it yeah. so what's the plan so, for tonight with Canes what, what are you guys what, what, what are you guys expecting to do to this town? What are you going to do to it? Well, I just <laughs> I just died up. I just touched up my sideburns, so that's, oh, okay. that's done. Uh, I've, been, I've been trying to go full. I like to make the floor bounce because I heard that floor is on it spring. It's a spring right? loaded dance floor. Spring loaded yeah. dance floors. What? Yeah. You ever been Please tell me there's a pool underneath that dance floor. <laughs> <I wish>. <laughs> 1920s <laughs> ghosts down there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kicking out like ghost shit. Ghost man. venue. I feel like this is like this will like solidify our fucking like grip on the sound, you know, like we have this thing here. Well, but, and, that, yeah. and that was kind of one of my things was, you know, oh. you know, yeah. your yeah. connection with this town and yeah. kind of it's just, pretty cool, you know, and it keeps getting better every time you guys I think here. the guy, the bill tonight too, like the motor was saying yeah, is, you know, bringing people from like four states around, you know, mm-hmm. we just met one of our friends on the way here uh, from Texas that came out to see us. Dallas. He was on the 70,000 tons of metal cruise and he's just nice. like, and he made these custom Night Demon, uh, like, uh, yeah, you gotta, where, where is it? Dude saved my life on that cruise, man. He smuggled weed in there and like, it was, <laughs> yeah, he's like, anytime, you know, buying us beers. And just he was freaking... like so good at it. I couldn't yeah. believe the shit that he pulled off. There like, I'm some, not even gonna talk about it because, shit of you guys on there and watch that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, yeah playing the clever. sunrise yeah. on the playing in trance. Well, I can, I can, t- I can tell you, I'm, I'm, when I was walking up, uh, we're, we're just down the street from Kane's Ballroom, you guys. And I was walking up here. I saw some night demon shirts. I was say, how's it looking down there? Uh, I saw a, a couple of them, and I saw some big smiles on the faces of the dudes wearing them. Oh, yes, yeah. they were dudes. Well, we of course, were at, there's well, probably some ladies, we were, too. We were at the bar downstairs, like, at 8, and a whole family with their battle vests. Yeah. The wife, the husband, the kids, they walked by. Yeah. That's the other cool thing, where they're too. Going. I don't think we've ever played an all-ages show here. No. Right? Yeah, or never been. played on a weekend. Or, yeah, that's the other thing, too. We've never played on a weekend. It's always yeah. And it's a free show, and it's so. like, you know, usually we're at the Sound Pony with our fog machine. You open the door, and it's like freaking <laughs> smoke has nowhere to go. Small, you know, but yeah. uh, I'm curious to see what the turnout's going to be like, you know? Um, well, it should, yeah, it should be You great. would hope that, like, you know, when you put your neck out there to have a show, you know, so that people can enjoy this kind of music when they normally don't get to, like, you know, little kids and, you know, have a family event to go see a show. I hope that the music... Is strong enough here. We know with our friends here that are of our age, you know, we know they're coming out to rage. Yeah, but it gives it a chance for everybody to come out. Yeah, it's we've never played here on a weekend. Right, this is a weekend. So like, yeah, if they don't come, then yeah, we're done. Then that's it. <laughs> that's, so, that's, so, that's it. Yeah. So they better. We can only go down one, from one, here, or we go to the PNC. That, no, really. At yeah. that point, at that point, think about it. Like, if you have to pay people to come see you. If right. On the night off, after the show, they don't go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's how you. That's I mean, the, what do you think about it. like the promotion as far as this goes? I mean, what have you heard and like how? Well, I don't leave the house, but I go on the internet, which right. I hear a lot of people do nowadays. <laughs> but, like, you know, I go on Facebook and stuff. 
<laughs> I've been seeing it has unsolicited. Um, I've been seeing posters for it. Well, not posters, but you know, promotions Post. on it and Kane's uh, posting it. Yeah, Random Kane's people. Just posting a lot about it. Well, and you know, Blind Oath was on Good Day Tulsa. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah, we watched it. We watched it when we were late I, over in Denver. I, I watched it this more uh, this afternoon on my lunch break, and you know, and and Mitchell, you know, he hyped it up really good, and just that, you know. They don't do a lot of bands on uh, that right. show, and to do a metal band and a hype, you know, he talked well about you guys and everybody. So that right there is worth a lot. I yeah, think, yeah. yeah Tulsa's got balls. I don't know of any morning yeah, show in the country that's going to exactly. have a metal band. And that's another point to have a, to have a metal band and to be promoting this show. Right. Hats off to Channel 8 for that shit. Yeah. It's the Ocho? Is it ESPN 8, the Ocho? Yeah. NBC, the Ocho. <laughs> Tulsa Ocho. <laughs> good day, Ocho. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it should be pretty good, you know. I, yeah. I, 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 we're just stoked to be here. The, yeah. uh, you know, it's cool. It's like this, every time we come here, we discover more things, and we really thought we'd been to all the spots in town, you know. Yeah. There's some shit, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. It gets better. Yeah. It yeah. gets better. Yeah, it's really cool. Because, I don't know, it kind of feels like, where we're from, like, like not, it just feels kind of close knit, you know. Mm-hmm, like every, yeah. there's a bunch of like we know we know Tulsa drama. That's how you know it's small, you know. Like, we're all, like, <laughs> like, oh. like every time we go, yeah, yeah. You know? like, yeah. And it's yeah. the summer solstice day yeah. too, so that's, that's pretty right. Fun. Happy yeah. summer, yeah. almost day. Yeah. Right. I was just looking at the clock. I'm like it's nine it o'clock p.m. Feels like it. Still yeah. freaking light <laughs> outside. <laughs> I thought about that yesterday because you know. I was like, oh, wait, it is June, you know? Yeah. Of course it's fucking hot like yeah. this, you know? Well, actually, tonight you guys are going on at 11, right? Yeah. There'll still be a little bit of light left. Really? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Tiny no. bit. We don't want that shit. We want it to be dark as night, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I, I saw not too long ago about your, you guys are working on your headquarters. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that, talk about that. Is that just a studio or is that like for everything, you know, your merch and everything? Or it's like, it's, yeah, it's everything. It's, yeah. yeah. And I, I think more bands should have that kind of thing. Well, it's hard because it's it's hard. Yeah. there's always places in town that rent rooms like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's 20 bands in there or whatever, and you kind of hang out and you have your little room. And we've done that before. And I have a studio in town and a warehouse that I got 10 years ago or whatever built up. We've used that. I record all kinds of other bands there. Or a couple doors down, the spot opened up, and he's you know Jarvis has always been talking about, man, we got finally get our own place, build a spot, and it'd just be awesome because he's got everything from every fucking place we played and posters and you know little hall of fame, you know. He's like, running a storage unit just for all this stuff. You yeah, know? you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like man, yeah. let's just well, do it. it so yeah. you know how it goes. We got like, lucky. All right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna hire these guys. They're gonna do this shit for us, and then we're like. Fuck these guys. We're going to finish it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Fuck everything up. So now we like know how to build shit. You know, we're yeah. like building rooms and putting doors in. Well, you definitely got to start a YouTube channel then. Night I Demon know, builds. Man, you know, yeah, we've already done, we've done the room for, you know, because when we got the place, it's 2,300 square feet. All right, let's do this. Let's film, open. let's film this week when we build that upstairs. Yeah. 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 We're like the, in the last phase. Because basically so. we get, we've got two units, 2,300 square feet total. We... Split the two units with a wall down the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of ours took the other side and customized it for the way he wants it. He, you know, flips gear all the time. He split half the rent with us right then and there. So what we did was we figured out the best plan for the amount of space that we had after the wall. Uh, you walk in, you have your kind of like what we're going to make our 
Hall of Fame like lobby area. It's gonna you be know. like the Hard Rock Cafe of like Uncle, yeah, so Uncle and like like you know like stage worn pants like 2015. You know, like, <laughs> are you guys gonna have sliders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Wings, no wings. Oh, we gotta have wings. Frozen shit. And you walk in, then you got a, a restroom, and then our room is like 250 square feet. That's like this way. Mm-hmm. The Sir Uncle room is straight ahead. That one's 500 square feet, so it's double the size as ours. Um, built some stairs in between the two rooms to go up to the top because the ceilings are 19 feet high. So we have oh, wow. loft areas above the rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, built a jar archive closet. And his office, you know, the office is right next to that. And mm-hmm. then on the other side, it'll be kind of like a chill lounge area and then a storage closet for, you know, empty cases and gear that we're not using that's oh, still wow. ours. Um, yeah, so we're just kind of like, we're in phase two now. Phase one is complete. We got the space in January. So wow. we've just been, you know, traveling and touring yeah, and doing our thing and sticking all of our money it. into it, you know, like, <laughs> fuck, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> what can we be there? Yeah. But I mean, the overall thing of what we, you know, have in, in mind and, and the whole thing, I mean, that's like, it's the shit. It doesn't matter. Yeah, what it costs, I saw Metallica's you know? place. They have a place like that. And I was like, Fuck that, dude. We gotta do that. Like, I don't care. We don't need to be that rich to do that. You right. Know? Like, yeah. you could, and, you know, I mean, you definitely need money to do it. <laughs> but, 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 no, it was just such a cool thing that they were doing, you know, and I was like, fuck. I mean, theirs is way cooler. They have, like, full time employees there. There's, like, a yeah. guy at the desk. You know? Wait a minute. Metallica <laughs> has a more cooler HQ than I team in. Come on. I mean, it's fan later on, you know. Yeah, I, saw, I saw a thing of, like, Clutch has that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, really? Yeah, they had a video of their drummer, like, you know, driving a forklift, moving pallets of their vinyl from here to there and all this. <laughs> <and everything. laughs> They're yeah. working it. So it's like, that's why I, I, I like that's the idea. Of it's a DIY yes, freaking exactly, world that exactly. we live in. Because you know? eventually, you know, we yeah. can start doing everything in-house, man. Exactly. You know, we well, I love the idea. Store and okay. ship everything from there and store everything there and stock you know everything well shit i mean we're, t- we're two doors down from his recording studio so yeah. the day that we uh, day before we left it was like all right take your drunk kid out of the space bring it in here we're going to re- record our rehearsal today okay i'm like i don't know if it's quicker going from that unit to to here rather than putting my stuff upstairs at his studio like i used to do <laughs> yeah i'm like i think it's about the same amount of time you know like we're just walking <laughs> so gear out across of my way now yeah you know? that's that's what and we have our shit set up all the time like you know Whereas oh, yeah. when, when I'd have another band, but hey, you gotta go break your drums down. Like, you gotta move shit around. Now it's just like, we're just walking our spot. Everything's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Plug in, tweak a couple things, and boom, get out yeah. of here. Well, yeah. the important question about the new 19 Min HQ is what's the sleeping situation? Hmm. Well, well, we don't know. For right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, kind of want to keep it pretty chill. We're you trying know? not to make it like domesticated living at all. Right. Like, we don't, like, we've even talked about the idea of not even having like a like we don't want a television in there. No, no it's just like no. it's like a couple end tables, a futon, maybe some chairs, coffee table. It's a creative space, you know. You know, it's yeah. not like it's not like party central. A lounge. Lounge. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Yeah. there's plenty of places to do that. You know? We might have a soft opening, you know, and invite people over yeah. a little at a time. Like, you can come over today, and then you got to come tomorrow because he's coming today. <laughs> and people are like, what's, you know? what's this bedroom off to the side? Oh, that's yeah. James Hetfield's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> In case he shows up. And it's got the, the, the plaque yeah. on the door that says James Papa Hat. <laughs> We're not even allowed in there. Rob can't come over. <laughs> well, I like yeah. the idea of you guys, next time you're, you're at the new HQ and you're filming some stuff, uh, for the fans, because you guys have traveled the world rocking people's faces off 
and they love it, mm-hmm. and you've built a community, a worldwide community. So actually being able to share that with them, yeah, I think it's gonna be a big hit. Yeah, I think that's cool. Inviting yeah. them into your world. Because I mean, I always thought about sh- yeah, I always thought about sharing it once it was done. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like the finished work, the stuff in the studio that's already been finished, like it looks good. Like mm-hmm. what's yeah. underneath it, what we did, like it's like oh. Yeah, a couple of my friends <laughs> came in and framed it, and they were just getting super baked every day. Like first yeah. thing, guys got a circular saw with no or a skill saw with no like guard on it, and I'm like, this guy's gonna chop his fucking foot off, you know? But he's like, no, nah, man, I do this every day. But we wanted 24 inches in between studs, and he and one's 21, one's 27. I'm like, what the fuck? He's always measuring shoes, you know? Yeah, just eyeballing. Yeah, that's cool, you know? Just like. <laughs> Fuck, man. So he puts it on these walls, right? So we're trying to soundproof these places, you know? And, like, you're talking fucking, like, three, four layers of shit. Like, Mm -hmm. insulation and, like, soundboard, plywood, drywall, all the shit, right? And then at the fucking top of the the ceilings, though, there's, like, a fucking one-inch gap between the ceiling and the wall all the way around. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You know, like... Like, it defeats the purpose of everything we just did. But the thing is, is what we, what I realized in the, you know, is like when you do the work right, it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, our, the, the room that we did, like the Surathungle room was kind of like trial and error with getting through it and, you know, learning it and all that. And then our room, you know, it was a lot more like shit, you know, like really tight, really tight. Our room is really good. And then Robert Garvin, the drummer of Surathungle, walks into our room and he's like, oh, you guys got like different foam on the ceiling because we did like two by two squares <laughs> in their room yeah. yeah and he's like you got the cool like different style foam and shit and you foamed your door he's like oh man like <laughs> that's the most reflective you know? surface in the room yeah. Yeah. of course you do that yeah but we got to do it to their room you know it's yeah, like this, this, that, this yeah. whole thing you know um so yeah it's 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 been an interesting process you know and we're in the middle of writing a new record too and mm-hmm. so it's like with, with yeah. that comes you know we're cutting into that time by doing this, but in the long run, we're creating a space for us to write better music. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. if we're, you know, taking a little bit extra time now to set ourselves up for later, you know, yeah. it well, makes sense to us. That leads me into my next, you know, was new stuff and how's that coming and, you know, tying in with the new headquarters and stuff. It's been kind of like figuring out a lot of it's been like, well, what do we want to do this time? You know, how can we do something cooler and different? And like, I kind of knew that. You know, because I mean, yeah, all right, you just go make another album, right? Yeah. Or like, what can we do that's different, that fits with what's going on now? Let's just with change a different person. <laughs> is, there way, is there a way to just, just uh, say who? How yeah. about that? New, new stuff who. is on the way. Yeah, we're, yeah, working, yeah. we're working with a lot of different cool producers. We're working with the dude who did the early Metallica records. And oh, Steve Albini. Yeah. How about we switch gears <laughs> in a similar vein, but not a specific vein? Uh, yeah. uh, what if we asked you guys about how you feel about making music in today's market? Or it's, it's oh, is that too close? Guy. It's too close. You know, if it seems like in there, hey Tulsa, I'd really like to record <laughs> at the church studio. So if any engineers are out there, like yeah, no, we, that could be one of the places that we, we do, do that. Yeah, yeah, we do want to. So do a I mean, shit, yeah, there's some yeah. cool shit in this town, like yeah. history, historical. There, and you're playing in a place with cool history. Yeah. Right. That's right. Uh, Kane's Ballroom was uh, created in, what, 1924? Uh, it was just a garage. It was supposed to be a garage. My dad used to go cars. there before I was even born just to party. Yeah, yes. And then, uh, was it Bob Wills yeah. and the Texas Playboys yep. used to do a radio show out of there? Okay. Wow. And then uh, it reopened to Kane's Ballroom like in 
the mid seventies, like seventy six or something like that, and right. then it really hit hard uh, in seventy seven when the Sex Pistols were right. there. Yeah. Seen that? We saw the wall yeah. and, and the that. mud wrestling. Well, you gotta have mud wrestling. Oh, man. They had, they had, oh, like, you know, you know how you see in all those old 70s movies, yeah. mud wrestling? Yeah. They had mud wrestling. Dude, I would have killed that. I need to go there right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. I've only seen that in movies. Oh, my God. Yeah, you've, yeah you've only, you only see that like at the stripes when they're on vacation and they go, <laughs> you know. But uh, <clears throat> here's something we can talk about is uh, for you, you guys, I didn't know at all that you guys had worked with Dick Dale and you guys. Oh were, yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about that a little bit. I mean, that oh, had to be dude. insane. <laughs> and then you know, he, you know, he was such a. I got to see him live probably fifteen, seventeen years ago. Okay, oh, that was awesome. So, well, talk one, about that. One of our bit. best friends has been his bass player since probably about that time. He yeah, and I think they played Kings. Oh, sure. Well, I know Sam did. His bass player yeah. talking about Sam Bowie. Actually, he texted me today, real quick, side note about Canes, because he played bass in Agent Orange for 15 years. Uh, so, oh, wow. on the Sid Vicious, on the whole Sid Vicious punched in the wall, through the wall there. Yeah. Right? Okay. They wrote, is that? They wrote on it, it says, I was looking at the picture right now, I took a big photo of it, it says, Sid did, the, did it his way with his fist, Mike Paul in Agent Orange in 1999. <laughs> so, I asked Sam about that. He's like, yeah, I remember that tour. He said, uh, or here's here's straight from here. I'll quote him. I remember that tour, Agent Orange and Los Infernos. Funny that Mike signed it. The green room there used to be basically a closet that only exited onto the stage. Yep. Built that way so Hank Williams could go get drunk in between sets. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking crazy. And I asked the guy at the venue, and he said, Dad, that's true, man. Wow. He fucking used to go there between sets and get fucked up and pass out. We. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Hank, uh, been a lot of offices in town tonight. Or... Oh yeah, it's sold out at the casino. It's probably like two hundred bucks a seat. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah. But but like Dick Dale, yeah. So, uh, dude, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, this guy who's played bass for him forever, and Dick Dale's notorious for going through roadies like water. You know what I mean? Yeah. So of course, the one day comes up, he's like, "Hey man, so you know, I don't know if you'd be up for this, but you know, we need a couple roadies for this tour coming up." And he's like. What are you doing in March? You know, I'm like, well, fuck, Dick Dale. Hmm. Like, I usually would say no, you know, it's like a hundred bucks a day, like driving the van, setting this shit up. But it's like, the dude's kind of legendary and I'll be hanging out with you, my buddy, you know, he's cool as shit. Yeah. So, all right. I had the time, you know, in between whatever bands. And so I did it. I did a couple of tours with them in the States and everything. And yeah, the guy was just, he was, he has his thing, but he's just this old, he's an old school style guy. It's like, yeah. he just fired you on stage and didn't give a shit, you know? Like, yeah, show out his road. Old show business. You know, old yeah. show business. Like, I make the most money. You guys work for me. You're not a band. You're my fucking band. I'm a Do what I say. You don't drink and you don't do this. Yeah. And so he'd sneak shit backstage. You're like his yeah. personal valet. When he'd go yeah. home, yeah. then we'd go get wrecked and party, you know? Like, he'd go to the hotel with his wife at 9 o'clock after the show. And, <laughs> the and then I couldn't. I, mean, I, did, I did six weeks in Europe. Yeah, because I couldn't do that wow. tour, so he took him out and he did have some crazy times. Like, I mean, I even, even while he was alive, when people would ask me about him, I'd say, I, like, I thought about it one day and I was like, Man, he's probably the worst guy that I personally have ever known. Like that I personally met, you know? Like, you know, I don't personally know Hitler or Trump, you know, like I don't know those guys, you know? But guys that I've known, yeah. <laughs> so I mean whatever, dude, he did it to himself. Like I'm not I'm not I don't have any remorse or whatever. Like I he 
I'm surprised he lived as long as he did. He just kept going. But there's something like superhuman about Dick. Like, yeah, he's he's weird, dude. Like, he is like not. He, I used to think he was like one of those lizard people, you know? Like, <laughs> dude, he's got like this strong, amazing strength. Like, yeah. dude. Oh yeah. my god! Dude. At eighty, you know, eighty. Dude, we were all torn when he was seventy-eight or something like, like that. Yeah. You know, dude, this motherfucker will fucking rip your fucking face off, dude. <laughs> and like, he's quick, dude. He's fucking quick. He tried to fucking. He tried to fucking, he tried to get down on me in Spain one time, like in a really tiny backstage too. And he's like, "We gotta tell him why." Flesh. Got someone happened. Well, he thought I was like the night before we were in Portugal, and he we were at this festival, and like I used to have to fucking give him his trumpet on stage because he fucking plays all these stupid ass instruments too, you know? Like like, he's like, I can also do this. Yeah, it's like a fucking Rockwell sideshow. So like, so the night before, I put in one of the. I don't even know what they're called because I don't play fucking gay instruments. The, but the, like, the mouthpiece <laughs> mouth or something. But no, it's like the or little things you. that you put oh, like the, the reed? No, the things that you push down. The, like, oh, yeah. yeah no? no, I don't know. Whatever. Well, those little, those <laughs> the little little, there's, there's only the valves. The valves. The valves. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he wanted me to, he man, he insisted that I oiled them yeah. every day. I no matter that. Yeah. Where, so, but you have to put them back in. So like I put one of them in backwards and if you put it in backwards, like no sound comes out. So he, like, the night before, he kind of, like, you know, it wasn't working right, you know? And he's like, what the fuck? And I was panicking and all this and, like, trying to figure it out. And, of course, you know, he just made fun of me, you know? like On stage. Uh, yeah. That was the thing he said. He used to love to do that. He'd call out the sound guy. He'd stop the show. All right, who's back there running my sound? Yeah. Let, yeah. Me, let me teach yeah. you how to do this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope. Nope. Yeah. Keep going. Back nope. in my nope. day, yeah. we had two knobs on our amplifier. <laughs> Bass and yeah. treble. Yeah. And we used to make it sound great. Wasn't even we, an on-off. You got all these it. knobs now and you can't even do it right, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and see, that's the shitty, that's the worst part about a Dick Dale concert is he talks more than he plays, right? And he's a fucking instrumental musician. It's like, you don't get, you get nothing. It's like, dude, you're already lucky we're coming to see you because you don't fucking sing. Like, you know, you're, all your songs are just instrumental. Now you're just going to talk the whole time? It's like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, he does sing sometimes and he has got a, <laughs> one time we were like in Europe, like, like he was coming off, I think it was like Netherlands and we were, we played this huge show that was like 15,000 people there. And like the drive-by truckers like open for dick. Yeah. So it was like like it was a big deal. And like he got off stage and there was like the news like right there, like with the interview camera, like boom, you know? And the lady was talking to him, like right when he got off stage. And then, you know, they're just like European, like honesty, you know, they're like, you know, all these years playing, you know, why did you never like you never sang? Like why aren't why aren't you you know, why aren't you as, as a, an accomplished singer as a guitar player? Like, you know, like, why aren't you a good singer? You know, and he's like, what? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm a great singer. Yeah. And she's like, no, I, you really, you know, like, you're not, you know. And then, so I was like, end of the interview, the big old fucking, you know. like That's great. Anyway, oh, yeah, but the story, yeah. So so the next night, I, I handed him his trumpet, you know. I, I was, like, making a joke. Like, I crossed my fingers, right? I was like. Well, hope it works this tonight, you know, right? Because I, I fucked up his trumpet. So he didn't say anything that night, but the following night we were in Spain. So the, so he's had fucking 24 hours just stewing, thinking that I flipped him off the night before. Oh. Like, like, here's your trumpet, motherfucker, you know? <laughs> Fuck you, right? I was like crossing my fingers like, oh, oh like, hope, hope it works tonight. You know, hope I fucking did this right. And then, dude, he fucking got a hold of me, man. 
and like it, it it came close and Sam was like hold dude hold on dick but you know back up dude and he never really tells him kind of puts dick in check but he was just like he was gonna rip me apart you, know? you wanna get paid don't you you know and like I was like I didn't fucking flip you off I was crossing my fingers like he, he just you know people like that that are that crazy once they believe something, they're gonna believe it forever. It doesn't yeah, they're, matter. They're never gonna it go back on it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They yeah. can learn the truth right in front of their face, and they just can't can't accept because it. Because the ego know? can't accept that. Right. Shit. Yeah. So, so dude, there's so many. You could do. We could do a podcast series on dick jokes, dude. Like, there's so much, man. And well, like, I want a teacher that dude. says putting dick in check. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, he, uh, that was great, dude. Oh, the best is, like, his guitar, right? So he's had the same guitar since, like, 1956. Like, it's, like, an original Leo Fender. Like, Leo Fender made it for him. Yeah, the first left-handed. Yeah, and, like, so through the years, he's he's still upside fucking down and shit. Yeah, yeah. He strings it upside down. Yeah. It's a left-handed shape. But he plays the strings upside yeah, down because right, that's right. how he learned how to play. Yeah. Yeah. So, but wow. like, so he he just he's painted it a bunch of times through his life. And I was like, but he still just plays the one guitar, dude. That's it. And like, you're responsible as his roadie to fucking lug this thing around everywhere you fucking go, you know. And one time I thought I lost it. Actually, I did lose it. But uh, uh, but dude, he has it in the shittiest gig bag yeah. too. It's like it's not like fucking preserved at all. I mean, one night he was even like, hey. I can't see my frets. Give me that marker. And he like just drawn all over the back of his fretboard and shit, you know? I'm like, this thing should be like in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, man, you know? He's yeah. just throwing it on the ground and shit, you know? Like, still works, you know? Like, <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. There's so much, there's so much about that. Like, it's, it's hard for me because sometimes I want to just be like, when he's cool, he's cool, you know? But yeah. he's just not that cool. Even like, <laughs> like, like, because when he's bad, he's extremely bad. You know? My favorite parts are sitting down at Denny's with him every night, oh just God, letting him talk letting about him talk. It, you know the old days. Because yeah, there was some cool shit, man. He talking about I fucked him with Funicello. Yeah, hanging out with Elvis and like yeah, telling Elvis he was a piece yeah. of shit and wasn't yeah. going to go anywhere. <laughs> when like nineteen fifty five, he was on that tour with like you know Johnny Cash and Elvis and like whoever else. You oh. know? Yeah, but see, sometimes I don't even know what to believe. Well, yeah, man. but you like, know what? Oh, yeah, Richie a, Valens. Yeah, yeah, I was on that tour. Yeah, yeah. Winterland. Denver. I was on the plane and yeah. I got out. Walked right off. Yeah, but at the same time, he's crazy. Like he's got mad. Like skills, like he could surf, he could he could fly a plane. He's got fucking pet lions and pet tigers and shit, like in his fucking house, like sitting next to him, like fucking just jumping on him and shit, and like fucking sitting on the couch, like full fucking grown lions and shit. Well, he was the first Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. dude, yeah, <laughs> but full on living with them though, like you know. And he was telling me like, oh, this is the best story. We were in London, and he said. <laughs> He said, uh, he was talking to me backstage about, yeah, my fucking face is all, got all, got all, or my face got all fucking tore up because my lion was just licking the shit out of my face. And it's like, their tongues, they're like, they're really rough and they're like, they're meant for, for, you know, like, like pulling shit apart, you know? And, uh, he like licks me and just fucking my face starts bleeding and shit all the time. And, and he was like... Then he gets into this, starts talking about this thing about how he doesn't eat meat, right? He ha- I haven't eaten meat in 38 years, you know? And uh, and just saying how we're not meant as humans to consume meat, and that's why animals are, and that's why their mouths are like that, and they have tongues like that, that fucking, and fangs like that, and stuff like that. And so I was just like, whatever, who fucking cares? He was just going on and on about it, right? Like I said, so I finally broke away, and then I came back, and I said, hey, Dick, we're doing a dinner order. Uh, uh, here's a menu. What do you want? You know, he's like, oh. 
Oh, turkey sandwich. You know? Uh, <laughs> I was like, like, okay, I was just like, like, just totally did we just, what did we, what were, we, what were you yeah, just yeah. saying? Uh, he yeah. doesn't know what meat yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway, good times in the Dick Dale world, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow. We'll done it. We'll, we can do an addendum to this podcast. You guys want to just talk about that. Extras. Extras. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, so, let's, uh, we had the conversation of what not to talk about. So let's, Revisit it with a fresh view. What's going on with the new album? You guys are making some new music. Yes, uh-huh. we are. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And you wonder how do I say how we're making new music? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's kind of like. Uh, what's going to get people excited about new Night Demon music? What do you guys? What's in your mind when you're when you're coming up with with new stuff? Don't repeat yourself. Yeah. Uh, or, or what's another one that's in my mind a lot? Um, oh, I, that's where it feels familiar. Oh, yeah, that's right, because I didn't write it. Yeah, that's that <laughs> song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, we get that a lot, you know. We get that a lot. Yeah, it's oh, hard yeah. to do, man. Yeah, it's like, hard to do these days, you know. You know but without straying too far from what we do, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, all of a sudden going reload style, you know, we're not going to do that. But, oh, yeah, shit. you know. It's funny that a lot of people think that, like, like, when they write, they don't listen to other music, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like I need to listen to more music. Yeah. You know? It's like, I don't know. why I'm going to listen to weirder shit or, like, not Well, it's like, I, yeah, Mike, right. I, yeah, I had I a thing where Michael Schenker doesn't listen to, he hasn't listened to oh, anything he, in 30 he's years. another one. And I don't yeah. believe that. Because, yeah, it, 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 you know, it, which is, would be cool if he fucking didn't, but I don't believe it. Dude, I... Fucking met him in October or November last year, the day after Halloween. Uh, we're friends with his booking agent in Germany, so we went to see him in Germany, and I, we got we we're backstage, and he talked to me for like thirty minutes. It was amazing, and like, but the shit he said, oh my god, dude, it was just like he's like Dick Dale, but just not a he's not an animal. Oh you know? uh, yeah, he but does. no, he's not an animal. Like he's a really nice guy these days, you know. Yeah. But but he yeah oh he told me that that same thing like. Okay, I'll put it to you this way. After sound check, after we were talking, uh, when they st- were going to open doors at the venue, they started to play some house music, and he's like, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. <laughs> he's like, I can't Jeez. hear music. I can't hear music. I can't hear That's music. That's insane. And he's all, he's, all, he's all, trust me, one time, I heard the Metallica, the, I heard the Unforgiven song. In 1992, I was in a coffee shop, and it, it came on, and, it, and I loved it, and it was good. And that was the last time though, I, I really... One, like heard anything. So, so he doesn't even uh, know there's eight more Unforgiven songs. Yeah, no. I was like, but no, Michael, wait, wait. Well, the story continues. <laughs> wait, <laughs> right out the door. Yeah. There's yeah. a third one, yeah. goddamn it. The boy it. grew up. Yeah. 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 Well, well, fuck it. At least, it, at least he stuck to it, I guess. Goddamn. I didn't mean to take away no, from he it. But did. No, it he did. It just came to my head. But you can I, see the thing is he still writes good riffs it's pretty weird he still yeah. writes good riffs and he cranks out music all the time but you know he repeats himself a lot a bit in a way I mean he's got people have their styles and yeah. Their, yeah. their signature things and like things that they get boxed into but I think that's what we're trying to avoid you know and without straying too far out of yeah. it yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know it's kind of weird well I guess one thing that you could say that we're doing that's kind of different is focusing on one song at a time and like like until it's done and we record it and then 
that's it. Next. Not even worrying Instead about the next worrying, one. Instead of having like five or six songs all at once and you're jumping around and you know, then all of a sudden it's like, well, wait a minute, did I do that riff here? Or? Yeah, like I remember wait, on the last record, on the last record, yeah. he did he did the same part in the solo two songs in a row, and I was like, it was man, we were almost done too, and like we were, were mixing the album, and I was like, man, I think he played the same thing twice. He's like, no, nah, I don't think so. And I was like, okay, let's like they were different keys, but it was the same lick. Yeah, and like we listened to him, it's like, oh, weird. Yeah, because I was like, there's something familiar yeah. about it. I keep, I've listened to it. Plus, I was so like, we, had to we, write. we got to go in and, and fix that. Yeah. You know? I, had to, I was writing all the solos while we were recording on that one weekend. So right. Like so that's eight different solos. So yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, oh, fuck, I forgot that I even did that. Yeah. And this song I was like, oh, that's cool. It works. Yeah. Well, it's but cool. It's like, but I knew it was familiar, but it was one of those things sometimes it's like, yeah, I might have done something like that before, but not totally. <laughs> it was like, you could have just put, changed the key and put it back. And fine, you know? <laughs> yeah, just change around. There's only so much you can do with 12 notes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. Uh, I think it's cool that, you know, the fans that are listening to this, they're going to know that when they pick up the next album, that the song that they're listening to, when it was being created, you guys, we that song was every, inhabiting your right, world. Yeah, we exhausted yeah. every fucking idea. Yeah, right, right. right. Exactly. And exactly. You didn't have a, a, a melody side piece off to the side, you know. Right. You were right. into that yeah. one song. So that way when they're listening to it, you know, they know that this is what you got. Everything that you guys are yeah. is in this right. song. Well, it's, it's also like when you hear like a, a new band comes out with a record and you hear their first single and you're like, I hope that's not the best song on the album. Mm. Yeah. And then you listen to it and you're like, wow, it's the best one. Yeah. You know, because the other shit is just filler or like two yeah. good songs out of ten. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, it's, hard. it's hard when you're, when you're doing all that at the same time, you know. Like, you know, I mean, you guys on the last record, we had like ten. The music was done, and mm-hmm. I like hadn't had lyrics for ten songs. So mm-hmm. I'm like looking at this mountain of work, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, can I say that word? Yeah, say song? my yeah. <laughs> You should just do a buzzword song uh, sometimes. Just go night, blood, death, blackness. You know, all yeah. the metal tropes. Tropes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The metal tropes song. Tropes. <laughs> tropes. So, yeah. So, you know, that's kind of like the plan for the rest of the year is to do that and have, yeah. you know, 10 songs or something by quality next year, you know? Quantity. So, release early next year, hopefully. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Update soon. Because we have it. And basically, we got we to gotta have, I think we should be ready to go by the end of the year because we have a tour with Sacred Rack in Europe. Okay. In November until nice. like December, basically closing out the year. Yeah. And that's pretty much the only long thing we're doing mm-hmm. for this year. You know, mm-hmm. Doing a bunch of fly dates, mm-hmm. yeah, weekends well, here and there. Well, speaking of Europe, not the band, oh, the, the the place. Uh, you guys recently this year were able to uh, collaborate with Yuli. Yes, yes that was what kind of to, to wrap it up, bring it back around. Yeah, yeah. talk about that. That was insane. We asked him, he yeah. said no. <laughs> so we asked him again about a month later, and he said no again. And then, so we asked him like one week before the show, and he was like, mm, maybe. And then I was like, uh, I was like, uh, Evil Ann on Fright Night when Peter Vincent gets fired from his job. You know, I was like, I was like, oh, we'll give you a thousand bucks. And he's like, oh, oh, we'll fly out. You know, like, <laughs> All right. He's like, you like money too? No, no, but, no, but really, no. We, we asked him a couple times, and, he's, and he was kind of reluctant to it, but uh, we yeah. knew his agent pretty well. Same guy who reps Michael. And, um, okay. and so we, uh, 
we just kept pushing the issue, man. <laughs> you know, and then it was pretty cool. Like I, I, I did a, I did a pretty big favor for that guy, and uh, just inadvertently, you know. And he was super grateful, and I, he says, like in just my best German accent, well, I guess I owe you an Uli. <laughs> and, I said, and I said, I said, that's right, son. So a week before, he's like, I'll make it happen. So I said, okay. So then Uli came, and he was like, oh, you guys are American. And we're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, thank God. I thought yeah. you were... First he thought we were a German band. Yeah. And then uh, that was, he was okay. happy about that. Then he thought we were yeah. an English band. And then it turned out we were an American from California. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh. Yeah, dude. but you got to say, the thing is, like, it was like, yeah, he's coming. But yeah. we don't know what time. We don't know when he's going to show up. Yeah, we knew the songs. He didn't want to rehearse. Like we, we said, hey, we'll set up a rehearsal place. Or we'll sound check, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sound check. Yeah, no. And so so like, at, the, at the show, we found out like, okay, he's going to come an hour before you guys play. He's here. Yeah. He's in town. Yeah, he'll show up an hour before, so you guys can. Maybe we thought you guys could make the Scorpions like big in America. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, right? we're gonna play fucking God damn it, JP. in trance. There's harmony parts. Who's playing what part? You know, I'm like fuck. Mm-hmm. I learned both just in case. Like, what time are you doing? You know, on stage. Like, fuck. All right, I don't know. But he came backstage. And that was the best part of the whole night. Just sitting back with him, oh, watching so him cool. fiddle with his fucking guitar and all these cables. Well, he seems like, like such a groovy dude. Dude, dude, he's okay. so groovy, dude. He's, he's so got groovy. tassels on his shoes. He wears Uggs with Dreamcatchers on. I didn't yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome. He's awesome. I mean, I've heard interviews. He sounds like a nice guy. Dude, he's great. Yeah. Okay. He's super nice. Yeah. No, we hit but, it off, and like it was funny because we were we were getting ready to go on stage, and we sound checked his guitar, you know, from the side of the stage, mm-hmm. so no one could see him or whatever, and then. uh you know, he hung out there for a little bit while we started. And I was like, I was like, fuck, he's watching us. Yeah. yeah. It was like, he was like the only guy watching us from the side stage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. So yeah. when he came up, you know, it was killer. Everybody loved him, of course. He had a good time, man. And yeah. then, so he comes to Ventura a month later on tour, plays at Ventura Theater. Yeah. And we're like on the list and we're hanging out on his bus and shit. And like <laughs> after the show, he wow. came out and this, like, yeah, we just went and knocked, like, we saw the show and then we knocked on the bus door after and you, you, was in this like kimono, like it was awesome. And we asked, and we asked if he wanted any green socks, which is his code for weed. Yes, that's what he did. Um, and uh, no, he was cool. <laughs> Not that you like, need a code. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then well, you know, had, back in the day, this yeah. is the weird thing that we were talking for like you know a good thirty minutes or whatever, and and he like the tour manager, road manager came in the bus and he's like, Uli, like dude, we got to do this meeting, paid meet and greets with these fans, like. The show's over. Like, we got to do this, man. Because, like, people are starting to crowd around the bus and they're probably going to think they're going to meet you for free. And, like, we got a line of people that paid for the, the meet and greet, you know? Oh, and he's fun. like, he's like, ah, oh, just bring them on the bus, you know? Oh, and, wow. And, and we're like, all right, dude, we're going to head out. We're yeah. going to let you do your thing, you know? And he's like, no, no, stay. And we're, and we're like, we stayed for a couple minutes. And, like, then people started to come, come up on the bus. And I was like, nah, nah, let's get out of here. You know, it's like, no, no, it's cool. Cool. You guys just hang out, you know? It's like, please hang out with please. me. Please, yeah. Yeah. Protect yeah. Me. Yeah. 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 yeah, but no, he was, he was, he was super cool. Like, way, way cooler than, like, we ever would have imagined. Like, like he's totally, like, a bro now, you yeah, know? It's that's really awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah really he totally cool. remembered us. Because yeah. like, I popped in, like, before you got there. He took a little break when he was, and then he was going to do his acoustic thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I went backstage, like, you know, see if he's around. It was funny because he was like arguing with his with his roadie about because he got on the wrong chair and it's too low for him. He's like, 
of all these things we can't get right, the fucking height of the chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's why it's like, oh, I remember you. Demon guy, yeah. Demon. Like, yes, I remember. It's like, yeah, dude, we played together. Yeah. Now, that's what I was wondering. That's why, because you can, you can watch this video on uh, Night Demon's website and uh, of them playing with Yuli in trance. And uh, I know you guys didn't have time to really think about it when it was happening. But what were you thinking before it happens? Like, oh my God, uh, this is going to happen. Was, we did it on the encore of our set. Yeah. So it was perfect. Gotcha. We came out. I was just excited because yeah. nobody knew he was even yeah. in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or even in the country, you know? This is what, in Hammerburg? Yeah, there's 1,500 yeah. people there. So, like, they're, like, big metal fans. But I know? think, like, when and he, so, like, he kind of, yeah, like, kind of glided on stage. Out, glided it looked like Uli's ghost. Yeah. Everybody was like, is that Uli's ghost? You know? And then they're like, holy shit, it really is him. And just, like, the energy. We're only three guys, and we're always only three guys. So, like, when somebody else comes out, it's really noticeable. Yeah. And you could feel the energy in the place just kind of increase yeah. you know uh it was it was way way cool moment uh which kind of wrapped it all together and made it you know because you know we play in germany all the time and it's one of our you know it's our second headlining slot and you know it's sold out fast and you know it's like what can we do to like you know because we don't have a new record out and we're playing the same material these people have heard before how do you Raise the bar. Yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. That's that's, like, that's the yeah. best way to put it. Very right? cool way to. And that's it. that's exactly what was going through our head. You know, <laughs> like like you know, let's let's add some value to this performance. You know, what can we do? You know, yeah. winds of change. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would have broken his guitar over his knee. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's almost you show fucking time. pricks. Yeah. 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 You guys are about to play Kane's Ballroom. Is there Hell anything yeah. you want to leave? Uh, leave the listeners with about, you know, what's Night Demon about? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Jake, are you good? Who are J- you people? JP's coming hard with the question. I always come hard. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, See, that's where that would come in handy. Hey, we'll, we'll tell you what Night Demon's about on our next uh, podcast. I like it. Oh, hell Seriously. yeah. No, really. really the Dick Dale well. edition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're about, about to fuck really shit up really. is what we're about to do. That's, that's what we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah, we hey, appreciate man. it. I have to go get a massage. You guys have a good show. There you go. Jarvis. Armand, Dusty, huge thank you to all three of them for taking the time out to do this, and a huge thank you to Jason's cousin Justin, our good friend JP from Egotastic Fun Time, from Talking the World, from all the stuff he's got going on, the fucking empire that Justin has built upon YouTube and Twitch, so look that shit up. He's building some shit, for yeah. sure. Like, seriously, we keep saying that. Look up Egotastic Fun Time. Look up Talking the Orville. Look up all his stuff. This guy's a comedic genius. Orville needs him yeah. to become a member of that cast. That's right. He w- he will be on the show by season four. I you believe. know he wasn't. He was on some shit. On some shit like drugs or what are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck you. He was on some fucking acting shit. He did, oh yeah, he used yeah. He did a fucking thing. Nintendo commercial. He did a fucking Doritos course. No Sonic the Hedgehog. That's Sega. No, wasn't. I swear to God, it was Nintendo. I'm pretty sure it's Sonic, which was Sega. He did a fucking Bo Vice video. Okay. He was in that movie with uh, Gary Busey. It was like a short film. Oh, like, well, there you go. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Hey. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, look up JP. Look up fucking Egotastic Fun Time. We love it. I assume you're listening to this. You love Night Demon. If not, this is your first exposure. These guys have... 
a few albums out now that you need to check out. Like we talked about earlier, they are fucking amazing traditional metal. If you love your old school, yeah. Iron Maidens, your yeah. Black Sabbath, yeah. Judas Priest, listen to it. It's all combined into one. You have to listen to this band. If you're an old fart or a young guy, young buck, just want to listen to some great music, listen to these guys. That's right. And you think of all those classic 80s metal bands and they have the mascot with them. Night Demon does as well. They got Rocky. Yeah. You know, Anthrax, Megadeth, Dio, Iron Maiden. They all had the mascot, Megadeth. Night Demon's filling that void that's left in today's metal. Exactly. <laughs> Does Lame of God have the a mascot? Mas- fuck no, they don't. <laughs> fuck Lame of God. Does that Monarch oh, have a mascot? Fuck, fuck no. Oh, I love Lord. Lame of God. Why are you doing this? I love both those bands, but I'm just trying to like lift okay. Night Demon above them. Gotcha. Yeah, they need us. Has Jarvis mascot. been in jail in fucking Yugoslavia or where the fuck? The Czech, Re- Czech Republic? No. Jesus oh, Christ. You need another drink or not. I I'm don't just know. saying. You need to switch to my non-alcoholic PBRs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little too much whiskey. Sorry. My toaster just flew off, too. Anyway. <laughs> Say bye, Trent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, is there anything else we need to talk about before we start wrapping this up? I don't think so. I think we're good. No? One thing we need to talk about is that we've talked about for months how we're going to have Jason here on to do an Iron Maiden every album in a row. I know. And we've never fucking done that we've yet. We've never done it. We're going to do it soon. Though. Here in the next couple months, I would assume. Let's do it right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Let's God. just like hit stop and start recording. God, we'll be here till Sunday. I'm like, I haven't listened to Final Frontier in years. I don't know how to fucking talk about it. You know? Hey, I'll listen to that not too long. Ago. <laughs> right. But yeah, so if this is your first time listening, we appreciate it. If not, if you've been listening, we appreciate that, obviously. We've got a ton of back episodes you need to check out. Go to soundcloud.com backslash thunder-underground. You can find everything on our website at thethunderunderground.com or on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon, all that great stuff. So pull it up, look us up. We've had on, hey, we're talking about Night Demon. What kind of like metal bands have we had on this podcast, Jason? God, um... Night asked me and put me on the fucking spot. Seven Dust, Corrosion and Conformity, Insight, yeah. Battlecross. Anvil. Yeah, of course, Anvil. Because they were opening. Um, Avatar. Yeah. Uh, Motley Crue. Jesus Christ. Slayer. Uh, Mr. Big, this podcast, Molly is Hatchet, is now sponsored Extreme. by by alcohol. This podcast is sponsored by Elijah Gray. This podcast is sponsored by. We need to be the fuck over right now. Okay, that's right. We've also had on members of Warrant. You know, I'm going to do this spiel for Dusty Squires. We had on members of Warrant, Bullet Boys, Lillian Axe, Firehouse, Trickster, Tesla, Dokken, Europe, Taiketo. Death Angel. And Death Angel. Even though they're not. Even though it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sons of Texas. I know we're all three big fans of that band. They're coming. Need the new album. To come, They're coming to Oklahoma City here next month. Fuck yeah. Speaking of shows coming up, we need to throw a, show to, a shout out. A showed out? A showed out. To Grind. Their CD release party is August 10th at the Shrine. Features Grind CD release, but it also features our good friends in Scattered Hamlet, which is an amazing live band you all need to see. 
That show also features crashing cranes and driver. Am I right? And stellar ascent. And stellar ascent. So that's, I mean, that's a night to behold. That's a, that's a podcastful night. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that like we should have Adam Jode, Del Diver, Mike DiPetrillo, all three, like on the same episode. Okay, here that'd be you. fucking crazy shit, right there. Here you go, here you go. Here's what I'm gonna propose right now. Okay, right let's now. hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, so that show, whatever day that is, August tenth. August tenth. <laughs> we know what well, is that a Friday or Saturday? I don't know. Who gives that. a fuck? Here's what's going to happen. It's a Tuesday, dude. We're going to get everybody here. We're going to get those dudes a roundtable discussion that afternoon before the show. Okay. Maybe out in the patio. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Maybe, maybe if they can't go that far, do it in my place. <laughs> you know? Something. See how See how I... Yeah. Shot that in there. Yeah. But I'm just saying, we need to do like a round table fucking, a fucking thing. Okay, we do the round table discussion, and after it's completed, we have Dale Diver versus Adam Jode in a wrestling match in the I'm, parking lot of the shrine. I'm down. They, that will happen. They will love it. They'll do yeah. it. They'll do it. Both of them would do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, I take the winner. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. We need to do that. just walk up and punch him out. Yeah, that's how this needs to go. I hope everybody's listening. You think we're fucking around. That's going to happen. Right. All right. So, we're ready to go from here. Oh, yeah. One of 2.7 WSNR.com every Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. No, 7 p.m. Central. It's 8 p.m. Eastern. We've also got... A thing called Instagram, a thing called Twitter, and a thing called Facebook you need to follow. Look us up on all that. BeatThunderUnderground.com. You can find everything there pretty easily. Another huge thank you to DB Concerts, Med Farm, and of course our good friends in Night Demon. A huge thank you to JP for stepping in and making this interview happen with Jason. And of course a huge thank you to Jessica Carroll. And we finally, finally got you on here. Yes. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you too. All right, until next time. Church drunk. Thunder Underground, y'all.